0: Welcome to Self Talk with Dr. Ray Self, the place where you can get real answers to tough questions. Jesus promised you abundant life, but poor choices and dark forces stand in your way. It is time to learn how to overcome the obstacles that keep you out of your promised land. Knowledge of God will pave the path for you to walk in his blessing.
1: Welcome to Self Talk. I'm your host, Dr. Ray Self. I have a very important topic I want to discuss with you in this show, and it's more about the gift of prophecy. It's about imparting the gift of prophecy. It's about imparting this gift to you. It's about you desiring this gift and having this gift and the impartation and activation of this gift. You see, folks, as Christians, there's some commandments in Scripture that we just cannot ignore. Well, you can't ignore it but you're going to be disobedient to God. The gift of prophecy has been controversial for years, and you know I was raised in a very traditional church that taught that the gifts had been had ceased with the uh, canonization of scriptures. Uh, some churches teach that the it, it ceased; these gifts ceased with uh, the last apostles. They'll take the First Corinthians 13 out of context when the perfect comes, tongues shall cease, prophecy shall cease, which is not really saying that they are not for today. Because it is for today. When you read the rest of the book of Corinthians, Paul tells us very clearly, talking to the church to desire the gift of prophecy, earnestly desire the gift of prophecy. Let's look at the word of God in context. That's what you have to do. See, what people do is they take the word out of context to support their pretext. In other words, if this is my preconception you know, I don't believe this stuff goes on anymore today because I've never seen it. Let me find a verse out of context to support that. And that's what many denominations have done, unfortunately, with Corinthians 13. But let's just look at the Word of God carefully because I believe, now hear me, I believe every Christian can and should prophesy. And that may be controversial, but I believe I can support this with the Word of God. What's the Word of God say? If you believe the Bible's the Word of God, you believe the Bible's true, perhaps we should pay attention to it. Hmm? First Corinthians 14, 1. Paul, writing to the church. Now, he's writing about spiritual gifts. This is a church that was filled with the Spirit, and they were having a little disorganization, some little confusion, and he's he's talking about the manifestations of the Holy Spirit. He's talking about... Um, how the manifestation of the Spirit is for the common good, and how one has this gift, and one has this gift, and one has this gift, one has the gift of faith. You know, you go back to Corinthians 12. Let's look at a little, get a little, you know, little uh, pretext here. Um, he goes, There are a variety of gifts, 12, 4. 1 Corinthians 12 4. There are varieties of gifts, but the same Spirit, varieties of ministries, but the same Lord. But then he goes on and says, to each one is given the manifestation of a Spirit for the common good. So the gifts of the Spirit are for the common good. What does that mean? It's for the good of everyone. To one is given a word of wisdom through the Spirit. To another, the word of knowledge through the same Spirit. To another, faith through the same Spirit. To another, gifts of healing by the one Spirit. To another, the effecting of miracles. To another, prophecy. To another, the distinguishing of spirits. To another, various kinds of tongues. To another, interpretation of tongues. So he's talking about the gifts. But when you get to chapter 14, he says something interesting. And this scripture has, has kind of bugged me for years. 1 Corinthians 14, one, Pursue love, yet desire earnestly spiritual gifts, but especially that you may prophesy. Now, the scripture has three commandments in it. There's three commandments, not, not options. These are commandments. Pursue love. Got it? We should go after love. I mean, if without love or just a a noisy gong or a clanging cymbal. He makes that very clear in chapter 13. Yet desire earnestly spiritual gifts. Why should we do that? Because he told us in chapter 12 that the spiritual gifts were for the common good. So when I desire spiritual gifts, I'm desiring them because they're good for the church. They're good for your family. They're good for your community. They're good for everyone around you. Let me tell you something. If you're around someone who's sick and you have the gift of healing, that's a good thing. Amen? If you're around someone who's being oppressed of the, of by demons and you have discerning of spirits, that's a very good thing. If you're around someone who needs a miracle and you have that gift, that's a very good thing. If you're around someone who's lacking faith and you have that gift, it's a good thing. But he says something. He says, Pursue love, yet desire earnestly spiritual gifts, but especially that you may prophesy. Especially desire the gift of prophecy. Then he explains it to us. Now, he says in 1 Corinthians 14, 2, For the one who speaks in a tongue does not speak to men, but to God. For no one understands, but the Spirit speaks mystery. So when you speak in a tongue, you're not speaking to people. You're speaking to God. So we pray in a tongue which is a good thing. We're praying to God, right? I'm not speaking to you. I'm speaking to God. But the one who prophesies speaks to men for edification, for exhortation, consultation. The one who prophesies speaks to men. The one who speaks in a tongue edifies himself. Why? Because he's praying to God. He's speaking to God. But the one who prophesies edifies or builds the church. So when you prophesy, you build the church. So he says, Now in verse 5, 1 Corinthians 14, now I wish all spoke in tongues. Is that pretty clear? I think it's pretty clear. Now you can take 1 Corinthians 13 around 8 or 9 out of context. Oh, tongues doesn't exist anymore. That's not what it's saying here. Okay. It doesn't say that. It says when the perfect comes. And some people say that's the second coming of Christ. Some people say when we reach the fullness of Christ. And when I reach that perfection, which I don't think is going to happen in my lifetime or your lifetime, perhaps then we won't need these gifts. But right now, we need the gifts of the Spirit. We need them. The one who speaks in a tongue edifies himself, but the one who prophesies edifies the church. I wish all of you spoke in tongues, but even more that you would prophesy. For greater is the one who prophesies than the one who speaks in tongues, unless he interprets it, so the church may receive edifying. Greater is the one who Prophesies. Why? Because prophecy builds up the church. Prophecy encourages the church. Prophecy comforts the church. Prophecy edifies you. It comforts you. It, it's, it's critical. What is prophecy? When you look throughout scripture, prophecy is God speaking. You see time and time and time and time again in scripture: the Lord said, quote unquote. The Lord said to Isaiah, the Lord said to Jeremiah, the Lord said to David, the Lord said to Samuel. The Lord spoke to, to, to Joseph. The Lord said to Mary. The Lord said, the Lord said, the Lord said, the Lord said. God is speaking. So when we prophesy, we're speaking. We're hearing God. We're hearing God, and we're just repeating what we heard him say. It's not, it's not that complicated. Well, I can't do that. Well, Why would God put a scripture telling you to earnestly desire the gift of prophecy If you could never do it, then if you skip down and you're looking at chapter 14 and you get to verse 39, 1 Corinthians 14, 39. Therefore, my brethren, desire earnestly to prophesy and do not forbid speaking in tongues. Now, King James says, covet to prophesy. Now, what are you going to do with this scripture? Well, that's not for me because I don't have that gift. Are you desiring it? Because the scripture says you are to desire it. Why should we desire it? Well, it's, it's pretty simple. Jesus said, my sheep know my voice and they follow me. Now, prophecy is God speaking. It's God's voice. Jesus said, my sheep, are you Are you a follower of Christ? My sheep know my voice and they follow me. Prophecy, voice of God prophecy voice of God how are you going to follow Jesus if you cannot recognize his voice it's interesting even the the denominations that say that gift is no longer for today will tell you so many times well I believe the Lord has instructed me it's time for me to move to another church I believe the Lord has instructed me to do this so they 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 claim they'll hear God or they know God's voice but they don't believe in this gift which is God's voice which is kind of crazy to me but again why would Paul, the Lord, the Holy Spirit, ask us to desire to prophesy if you couldn't do it? And why would Jesus say, my sheep know my voice and they follow me? Guys, it's it's pretty simple. God's not going to ask you to desire something that he would give to you. Would you do that to your kids? Can you imagine saying to your kids, to your, your little daughter uh, or your son when they're young. Imagine this scenario here. Let's say you have an eight-year-old son, and it's about uh, the 1st of December. And you say, son, would you like a, a bicycle for Christmas? Oh the of oh yes daddy I would like a new bicycle for christmas that would be great well i want you this you you want a bicycle for christmas yes daddy i really do are you i want you to desire a bicycle for christmas will you do that little johnny oh yes sir i do i'm desiring a bicycle for christmas but what are you going to do dad 100% guaranteed you're going to give him that bicycle you would never dream of asking your son to desire something that you would not give him. You would not ask your son to desire something from you that you would not give him. That would be crazy and cruel. God would not ask us as Christians to desire a particular spiritual gift if he was not willing to give it to us. So this statement of, well, I don't have that gift, if you desire it, if you're a Christian and you're filled with the Holy Spirit and you desire this gift, and you ask God to impart this gift to you, He will do it. That's that's my word for the day. Where is that in Scripture? Well, let's look at some other some other uh, scriptures about that. We pull up my little pull up my little uh, notes here. So if you go to First Peter four ten, there's a, a a little thing that explains what I call uh, impartation and activation, and it says first. Peter four ten is each has received a gift has received a gift. So to each one who has received, I mean, receive something. Okay. So there must be, there's a principle here that says you can receive a gift, employ it for one another as good stewards of God's varied grace. So he's saying is, as you have received a gift, be sure in use it and use it as a good steward. Then, and First Timothy four fourteen, do not neglect the spiritual gift within you, which was bestowed on you through prophetic utterance with the laying on of hands by the presbytery. So, what we see here is a principle I call it impartation activation. You see in these scriptures, the Lord is saying you receive something from Him. When you receive something from Him, you are to use it to for the good of other people. Do not neglect it, okay? Do not neglect the spiritual gift in you. Now you go back to Corinthians. He says, the manifestation of spirits for the common good. So you see a principle here that we can receive something and use something. Receive it, use it, receive it, use it. And of course, as the old expression expression that says, if what is it? you don't use it, you'll lose it. So what I'm saying here, folks, is I believe that if you earnestly desire the gift of prophecy, and God has actually commanded you to desire this gift, he wants us all to desire this gift. I believe in your heart, if you really, really want this gift, and actually you're being obedient to God when you do that, if you really want this gift and you pray a prayer like this, Heavenly Father, your word says that I should desire the gift of prophecy. Father, according to your word, I desire this gift now. And I ask you to bestow this gift upon me. I receive, Holy Spirit, come. I receive this gift. Stir it up in me, Lord. Fill me with this gift. Activate this gift in me, Lord. I receive the gift. Help me to hear your voice, to know your voice, to be your voice. In the name of Jesus Christ. Those prayers, in faith, you can receive this gift. Now listen, there's, I know... The people, and I've, I've done other shows that people take the gift and do weird things with it, and people can always counterfeit it. Well, I will tell you something. The reason gifts get counterfeited and get distorted is because the devil loves to do that stuff, anything he can do to discredit God. But because it's counterfeited so much tells me that it is real. You would never see a counterfeit $20 bill. If there were not a real $20 bill, you would never see a counterfeit $100 bill. If there were not a real counterfeit $100 bill, why why are things counterfeited? Because they're valuable. Okay. And Satan will counterfeit things in order to discredit God, but that doesn't mean you shouldn't desire it. Just because you see people misuse it or, or get strange with it, that doesn't change the word of God. It does not change that commandment to pursue love, Desire spiritual gifts, but especially the gift of prophecy. Okay? And when you prophesy, according to, again, 1 Corinthians 14, 3, you speak to men for edification, exhortation, and consolation. Okay? Guys, I've seen this. I've experienced this. I've, I've traveled countries and nations and, and, and cities, and we will have what we call impartation activation conferences where we teach on the prophetic gift, and I would teach on the prophetic gift, and I pray for the Holy Spirit to come and impart the gift. And then we actually practice it and pray for one another and then hear God. You see, one of the ways to start this gift is to simply begin to pray for someone. Put your hand on them. Pray for a friend. And as you're praying for them, be tuned in to God. And you'll be amazed when you begin to pray a normal prayer how the Holy Spirit will kick in and start to give you words or a picture to tell this person. And these words or these pictures that are coming from the Holy Spirit are prophetic words. It's the gift of prophecy in action. And what's this gift doing? It's edifying. It's comforting. It's exhorting the person in front of you. And it's very important. What's more important than hearing what God has to say? That's why Paul tells us to pursue love yet desire earnestly spiritual gifts, but especially that you may prophesy. Now look, you can take this verse and you have three choices, three choices, three choices. First Corinthians 4, there's three things you can do with this verse. You can completely ignore it and say, I don't believe it. Uh, that would, I would not be wise. You can be lukewarm about it and say, yeah, I'll think about that some other day. Jesus makes it very clear what he thinks about lukewarmness or you can't obey it. And that's the only three things I can, I can tell you your three choices. I don't believe he would ask you to desire something he wouldn't give you. And I've seen this so many times. I've seen this time and time and time again where people say the prayer, they desire the gift and it, it comes to them. This is, it's not, it's not complicated. Guys, God is speaking to us through the Bible. He's speaking to us through your life circumstance. He's speaking to your heart. He's given you dreams. He's given you visions. He wants to be heard, and he wants you to be his mouthpiece. I don't know why God wants to use us to, to speak for him. And, and listen, stay humble with this. I mean, please stay humble. If I have a prophetic word for someone, and I believe that God has given me a word for you, Uh, That somebody I'm praying for, I will typically say, hey, I think or I believe I heard God saying this. This is what I believe I heard him say. I speak what I heard him say, and then I zip it. I don't try to interpret it, preach it, teach it, all that kind of stuff. Because if you start doing all that kind of stuff, what happens is you distort the message or the message is lost. It's very important. Just deliver the message that this is what I believe. I hear the Lord saying, you're staying humble. Don't go, thus says the Lord God to you. No, just say, this is what I believe. or hear the Lord saying, tell them what you believe and then leave it alone. Let them pray about it. Let them determine whoever you're, you're talking to. Let them determine if it's from the Lord. And know this too, you're not perfect. You'll miss it. You know, you will miss it. You'll make mistakes. We all do. But isn't it worth being a fool for Christ? Isn't it worth stepping out and taking a risk where you could change somebody's life? And the worst thing that could happen to you was you could be embarrassed. Maybe you miss it. But you see, here's the way it works. If you think you have a word from God for me, please give it to me. Even if you're not sure, please give it to me. Because you know what I'm going to do with that word? I'm going to take it and compare it to the scripture, make sure it lines up with scripture. I will pray about it, see if it bears witness in my spirit. Okay, and if it doesn't bear witness with me, doesn't line up with the word of God, I'm going to chunk it. But I'll say thank you very much. If it's a word that I'm not really sure about, that may be for me, but I'm not sure, I'm going to put it to the side and just wait and see what happens to it. Okay, amen. Give it to me. You see, folks, I've got the Holy Spirit. You've got the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit in me will recognize the Holy Spirit in you when it when it's speaking, when he's speaking. Don't ever call the Holy Spirit an it, by the way. He's he. He's God. So that's what I wanted to tell you today. Guys, the gifts of the Holy Spirit are critical. I don't want to be in a church where the gifts are not flowing. I don't want to be a church where there's no anointing. And there's a lot of that stuff out there. The church has become so man-centered, it's, just, it's sickening. I want to be a church where the gospel is preached and Jesus is glorified and the gifts of the Spirit are flowing that build up faith and glorify Christ and edify people, and exhort people, and comfort people, all for the glory and the glory and the, for the glory and for the credit of Jesus Christ. That's where I want to be. So, what are you going to do? Are you going to desire the gift of prophecy, or not? The Bible tells us to. The choice is yours. So, let me say this prayer, Heavenly Father, for everyone listening to me, who's desiring the gift of prophecy right now, I pray right now, Holy Spirit, you will fall upon them. Fall upon them right now, Father, impart this gift, stir this gift, give them the wisdom on how to use this gift and where to use this gift. I rebuke any spirit of doubt, any spirit of confusion. You are not the author of confusion, God. Holy Spirit, for everyone who's desiring and willing to receive, let the spirit of prophecy in the name of Jesus Christ fall upon that person now. Okay? Now, I I got a special thing for you. I just want to present to you. This is up to you. Uh, you know, I'm president of International College of Ministry. I'm very happy about that. Uh, we're accredited Holy Spirit Online College. We have a number of courses available about the prophetic gift. One is very popular. It's called Covet to Prophesy. It's a six-lesson course. If you would like that course, I'm, I'm offering that course for a donation to our Hardship Scholarship Fund. Just a donation to our ministry it's a 501 tax deductible donation of 35 dollars i will give you access to a free online college level six lesson course called covet to prophesy okay you know if you would if you would like that just email me okay or go to my website icmcollege.org icmcollege.org. org click the donate button and when you Donate to one of our funds. Put in the comments, I want Covet to Prophesy. You will receive a username. You'll receive a password. Okay? And you'll receive access to six lessons that will be available on your laptop or your phone anytime you want them forever. It's yours. Okay? $35 donation. To a, a hardship scholarship fund, or mission fund, or a general fund, just go to icmcollege.org, icmcollege.org. Click the donate button. Put in the comments, "I won't covet to prophesy," and you will have that course. Amen. I appreciate you. This is Doctor Ray Self. Thank you for listening to Self Talk.
0: Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed today's podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review our show on iTunes, YouTube, Spotify, Charisma Podcast Network, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Your review helps our show reach more people and spread the gospel. You can purchase Dr. Self's latest book, Hear His Voice, Be His Voice, on Amazon.com. Please visit Dr. Self's webpage at icmcollege.org for more information and free downloads.